Joining us now in our studios uh, from Northfield Area Fire and Rescue, we have Northfield uh, Fire Chief, um, what, uh, Tom Nelson, is that That's what you said me. your name was? Okay. And we're, we got to continue quick this, this, we're talking about the big steer offline, <laughs> and it reminded me, many, I bet it was probably 25 years ago, we had a call of a uh, kitchen fire at the, at the big steer, and mm-hmm. for those of you younger... The big steer used to be just a greasy spoon truck stop. And now it's the Flying J. The Flying J. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, okay. And so we got about almost out to the freeway, and they called and said, cancel, never mind, we got it out. And so we said, we're going to just continue anyway. Mm-hmm. And so we went out there, and you walk into the kitchen, and you can still see this haze of dry chemical in the air. And what they did, they had a fire on the grill, and they pulled the Ansel system, which is the automatic hoods have these little jets that put a fire out. So they had a fire, it either automatically went out or they pulled the handle. So there's that white powder everywhere. And so they, when we got there, they'd already fired up the grill again and kind of slid all that powder to the side, and they already had hash browns with a half a stick of butter running. we got to feed these people, Jeff. And so a lot of us turned around and said, you know, another place I'm maybe not going to eat. <laughs> For the record, that was not even in this century. No, I, no, no. Long, decades long ago. Decades, decades ago. Decades the building ago. isn't even there. This yeah, so probably, that, that's the statute of yeah, was, occupancy yeah, limitation. Back in your day. Yes. Post-World War II. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> Joining you in the studio today, I don't, I don't know if you can top that story, but uh, Andrew Tussing, Northfield Fire Captain. <laughs> Andrew, good morning. Morning, how are you? Good, good. You have to... Uh, you have to provide some dignity to our program. Yeah, I'll try. I don't have any good stories like that. <laughs> now, bring, now you're the facts part. Yeah. You're substance, and I'm just fluff. So, okay. <laughs> you have, we have uh, several things going on that we want to talk to you about today. That's uh, going on at uh, Northfield Area Fire and Rescue. Uh, first of all, uh, let's let's talk about Fire Week, Fire Safety Week, Fire Prevention Week. Yep, that's right. It's uh, Fire Prevention Week. It's October eighth through the fifteenth. Uh, the theme is uh, cooking safety starts with you. Pay attention to fire prevention. So what we do for that week, we go around to the beginning of the week, we go around to all the schools, teach the kids what to do, what not to do. Um, just kind of for a lot of them, it's a refresher. We I think it's kindergarten through third grade, third or fourth grade that they all uh, go through that. So we go around to all the schools, preschools included, um, talk to the kids, and then on Thursday... Thursday night from 5 to 8, roughly, we're going to have our open house that we have every other year. Hmm. It's coming Thursday, which would be? No, uh, October 12th. October 12th. Yep. yep. Okay, I don't have a my couple calendar weeks. handy. A couple weeks. <laughs> okay. couple weeks. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. Let's talk about going around to uh, to, to uh, talk with the kids. I know when I was a kid uh, was a long time ago, <laughs> maybe not as far back as Tom. Where did they tie the horses out in front of your school? <laughs> but, uh, no, that was always a highlight, one of the highlights of the school year. It was always good. And they would uh, come out, uh, the firemen would come out and give uh, instructions uh, and demonstrations on how to use fire extinguishers, what the different types are. Is it still uh, kind of the same type thing? It's it's kind of more about what you do inside your house if there's a if there's a fire you know um not to hide you know to have a plan to get out and stay out don't go back in for your pet when it's not coming out of the building uh, finding a place to go so everyone knows you're out and safe 
and and that includes not just at your home, but maybe at the grandparents' house. You know, that's something that nobody thinks about because kids often are at the grandparents a lot, and uh, they need to know what to do in in different houses as well. All right, that's a it's a good idea for yeah every household, uh, whether you have kids or grandkids or not, to uh, to at least go through the drill and know what uh, know what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, now I understand you have some uh, new hires. We talked to Tom before, and they were uh, in the process of uh, in the hiring process. I think the last time. Uh, tell us about uh, the new ones. Yeah. So we got four new uh, four new members, and currently they're uh, kind of going through the onboarding stuff. Uh, three of them already have their certification so they'll they'll go through the uh <clears throat> the checklist on to make sure they can run all of our equipment and everything then they'll be good to go and we have one member that's going to be going through all the certification classes so that'll start soon they they go through firefighter one two and hazmat as well wow that sounds like quite the process <laughs> yes it, it it probably takes about two years actually to get that and the uh the EMS side Ooh. of it done. As All well. right. Well, that uh, you know, that's an investment uh, that is put in by uh, the fire department uh, with that. Uh, you know, that causes time and resources. I'm sure you'd like to, uh, you know, make make sure they stick around for a little while. Yeah, we'd like to retain <laughs> them, obviously, with that type of uh, commitment. Yeah. Uh, once again, we're talking with Andrew Tussing and, and Tom Nelson from Northfield Area Fire and Rescue. Um, Tom, what would you, what more do you, what it was? Yeah, so talk about? Uh, one of the things that, you know, Andrew touched on for this year's Fire Prevention Week is uh, kitchen fires. And that isn't just something that affects, you know, that we teach the kids in the schools. And the goal of, the, of bringing fire prevention to the schools is hopefully that's the vehicle that gets them to bring it home. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, the key that we also have to look at is a lot of the fires, I think it's 75% of fire of home fires are started in the cooking area. And so not only is that key when, you know, it's young or juvenile, but it's also if people are aging in place is um, a lot of times we've had calls where, you know, someone turns on the wrong burner and that's where the plastic bowl is that they were going to use to make the cookie batter is on that burner and then what do you do? And, you know, first, how do you prevent that? And then what do you do and how do you extinguish it? Because uh, those things go quickly. And um, that's another part that we're really trying to work on is the aging in place population. Um, we're working a lot with Cece Lindstroth and Galen Malika and Jamie Reister, who are all part of the, um, remind me the name of the group, Age-friendly uh, Northfield. Age-friendly Northfield. Um, Dave yeah. DeLong is on that. Um, one of the things that we're working on, and I'm hoping that potentially next month um, to get Cece in here with me to talk more about the Home Knox Box program that we're really close to rolling out. Um, this is a key box that people can put at their house with the key inside so that both fire and ambulance can access the home. It's a secure key box that only fire department have, and then now the ambulance will have a separate key that will also open that. Where if we need to get access, I mean, there's Andrew, I know for sure you have taken down one door this year uh, in an apartment building where someone was inside and they couldn't get to the door and they needed medical help and there was no key available, and so then you take the door. And so this way, it's similar to a realtor's box, mm-hmm. but it um, it's a way that... Uh, we can get keys to people's houses that people that are trying to just keep living at home. 
And that's a larger discussion that we're having. We had Brian Edwards here a couple months ago with us talking about some of the things that they're seeing and fall prevention at, in the home and what's your network to be if you need help. All these things to try to make people be able to stay in their home longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's going to be a big thing. One thing that the Northfield Rescue Squad Association um, is doing is funding us being able to change. So there are these Knox boxes on most apartment buildings and independent living facilities where the fire department can go and we can open it and we we can get the key for that business or building or apartment building to be able to get in. So now what happens is if the ambulance has a call in a certain apartment building and they need access, a lot of times they can call fire and we can show up and we can get that key out and open that apartment for them to get in. But that's a delay. And so by adding this separate key that the ambulance units will all have, we can have it so that they can go in and get to those apartments and get in directly without the delay of having to bring fire, nor do we have to anybody bust a door down. So that's going to require, there's about 95 boxes that are out there right now at apartment buildings or independent living or assisted living places that we will change the lock inside it so that both the fire and the EMS key work. And so that's going to be going on in October. Um, And again, that'll make it better for people to get quicker response uh, in case they're in their apartment building or in their uh, independent living room, and they need EMS as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. Yeah, I would uh, I would imagine that uh, all the commercial and residential buildings that are you know rental do they have to have that? Is that required or so? Fire code allows us uh-huh. uh, as the fire department to require the key boxes, and so we are rolling more and more of those out. There's probably. 500 in town mm-hmm. um and but we don't want you know we don't want the, we, we don't give ems the fire key because ems doesn't need a key that can open up and get into merchant bank mm-hmm. or you know so yeah so this gives us a tighter control where the only place that ems key will work is at places where people sleep or live um, and be able being able to branch that out to say oh if you're if you're you know like i've talked about a lot my mom who's 96 and still lives at home, is a perfect candidate to get a home box. Because then if she falls and none of us are around, EMS can go and get that key and get right in. Law enforcement does not have that key. Um, And that's partially peace of mind where we wanted to know that people are seeing that key as fire or medical responders. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And so that key is secure for them. All right. And a little aside here, Andrew, I'm going to direct this question at you. What is the correct protocol for knocking down a door in this day and age? <laughs> well, there's a, are you going to tell the Perman story? There's a few different ones. Uh, you can use your foot or a tool, but uh, I, I recommend a tool. Were you, were you at <laughs> okay. the Perman's fire? I can't remember. No, I wasn't. But that is a good story. Uh, well, yes. Yeah, Perman's so fire. There's when, a, was, when was there's the Perman's a, fire? We always joke at the fire department. I think Mitch DeWar made this up, is that if you do nothing, you can do nothing wrong, right? <laughs> so everyone has this, like, story that's part of the oral history. And my story, well, one of them, there's probably a lot, was we had a, spring, a, fire, in a, a fire in one of the apartments above the Perman building, which is now... What's it called over there? I kind of lose track. Um, some uh, yeah, of the I'm not sure. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, between, it's where the yarn store is, yeah, that yep. building. And, That's right. Uh, yeah. So it used to be Perman's Clothing Store. And then after that, 
Um, Craig Perman, who is one of the Perman's sons, owned it. And so we had a fire in an apartment upstairs, and the sprinkler went off. And so we got the fire off, and we needed the sprinkler system shut down, which was in the basement. And the only way to get to it was to go through the front door. And so first I was so proud of myself because I just smashed out one of the little panes of glass in the front door to be able to reach through and hopefully turn the, the lock mm-hmm. and open it. Well, there wasn't a thumb turn. You needed a key inside and out. So then you just take the door. And so I took an axe and busted the door down, went down, shut off the sprinkler system. Yay, did the job, prevented more water damage. And then came upstairs, and all the other firefighters were looking at this thing mounted on the wall. It was a Knox box. (laughs) 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 So that was bad enough. And then uh, I can't remember, it was probably Gary Fronick, uh, got a call from Craig Perman saying, why did I buy this box and put it on the wall if you're going to smash the door anyway? So for some reason, nobody's quite forgotten that. But. Let's go back to kitchen fires, Andrew. Yeah. Is there anything else you could talk about? People uh, cooking at home. Well, you know, one thing to think about is nobody really thinks about, you know, their kids playing in the kitchen when they're uh, when they're cooking. You know, even just them in a certain area can cause somebody to trip and they fall into the stove or or something like that um like tom said keeping the right we know which burner you're turning on because uh that's probably a very common call we Mm -hmm. get every year somebody turns a burner on and it starts their either their loaf of bread on fire or the 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 tupperware that's sitting there that always sits there or in the oven or in the oven, yeah. They, some people storm in the oven. They turn the oven on, forgot they put it in there. So just be aware of, of what you're turning on. Uh, and then also keeping your uh, your handles pointed certain ways so they're not going to get a kid doesn't reach up to grab something and pour some boiling water on them. It, it, things like that, you know, mm-hmm. It's especially with younger kids in the house or even pets. Too, so. All right. Yeah, don't store anything. The, uh, the 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 stove is not a storage. Well, yeah, that yeah. we've had a lot of calls of, mm-hmm. uh, and usually it's something like the babysitter was over and they were going to cook something in the oven. They turned the oven on and didn't know that that's where a whole bunch of stuff is. You know, thinking the oven is a cabinet to store <laughs> um, plastic bowls and things, and then that starts on fire. And so, also that you know. Do you have a fire extinguisher? Do you have a fire extinguisher somewhat near that? And if you have a fire extinguisher anywhere in the house, have it near the kitchen. For me, the best thing is to put it kind of maybe the laundry room. If you have a laundry room or a mud room that's off the kitchen between the garage and the kitchen, just somewhere that it doesn't become, ours sometimes gets covered up because we hang laundry on it. But so everyone knows where it is. And so, um, you can turn it or you can make it work and and know how to use it if you need to because the kitchen is the place all right gentlemen that's all the time we have thank you so much for coming in i told you we'd fill the time (laughs) remember the other thing to just say now it's this time of year is check the batteries in your smoke and co alarms because they never fail at noon they fail at two in the morning so it's a perfect time to remember time change is usually the best time to change your batteries and that's coming up not too long thanks for joining us uh have a good month of October in Fire Prevention Awareness uh, Week, and Thanks, uh, we'll Jeff. talk to you next month. Thank you. That's Northfield Area Fire and Rescue uh, Fire Chief Tom Nelson and Andrew Tussing, a fire captain. You're listening to 95.1 FM and 89.1